Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lucy Goosey on the Friday before the Super Bowl. Doran, how many slices of pizza have you taken a bite out of in the best pizza in Pittsburgh contest? I'm at exactly 20. Okay, so you need 32 more. Correct. That is crazy. The amount of slices of pizza that have been brought into this studio. I will say this. They've all been pretty good. Yeah. There hasn't been like a bad piece of pizza. I've had a bite out of everything basically that you've had and maybe even a little bit more than that. And I would concur that it's all good. And that's that's a long belief. That's a long held belief, I think, by people that any pizza is good pizza. But these are different pizzas. Like there's a pickled pizza right there. There's a veggie pizza. There's a Philly cheesesteak pizza. So you're really going out on a limb and. And, uh, you know, put your neck out there to say, like, this is the best pizza that we serve. Right. In the respective area. Because last year it was everybody brought, every cheese. place brought cheese. So who had the best cheese pizza? Now it's you bring your best pie. Right. And you judge that. We're also doing random top five lists today. Before we get into what James Harrison, my God, had to say about the Steelers and then do a little Super Bowl reminiscing. Here's my top five list of things that I don't understand. Are you ready for this one, Bechtold? I'm ready, and then I want you to task me with the top five I should do. I got it, buddy. Number five. This is what spawned the whole thing. Roman numerals. Don't understand them. Number four. The judicial system. Number three. (laughs) Pro football focus. (laughs) Number two. That show on HBO Westworld? Yeah. Holy hell. I mean, it just, does anybody understand that? No. I don't get it at all. And number one. Women. Top five things I don't understand. We'll have to have one come up organically for you, Austin, a top five list. Sounds good. We got two hours still to go, baby. Maybe somebody can text it in a suggestion. 412-928-9370. That's the text line. If you have a top five list that you'd like us to do, we're having fun today. We're always having fun, but we're having a lot of fun here on this Friday before the Super Bowl. The text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. James Harrison on the State of the Steelers. The expectations has become we don't want to have a losing season. You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, throwing salt or, or you know, flayed at, flack at anybody, but the Pittsburgh Steeler standard is to win Lombardi's. When you go into that building, it's six of them sitting there. Right now, we're not even winning a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've won a playoff game since 2016. I think we need to get back to what the, the, the standard of, you know, a Pittsburgh Steeler legacy the the lore you know it all right so that's james harrison on the current state of the team we'll get to that in one second here's a text top five things austin that suck but shouldn't suck 
Okay. So we'll give you some time on that. Top five things that suck but shouldn't suck. I like this game. James Harrison didn't say anything there that we haven't said. Right. What's interesting to me is that he said it and that Ryan Clark has said similar things. For the first time, and James had been critical of Tomlin on his way out the door, and he he had Le'Veon Bell sitting there, right, doing that Facebook Live at the end of that, or it was actually Antonio Brown at the end there. But you got a guy who won the Defensive Player of the Year in 08 in a Super Bowl with Mike Tomlin, and you got Ryan Clark who won a Super Bowl with Mike Tomlin. Both guys critical of the current state of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Jay Glazer said something really interesting, that Tomlin kind of got worked up by some of the noise this year. When he otherwise hasn't, I think the reason for that is because it's guys like James Harrison saying it. He didn't care about the talking heads. I think he's always blocked that out. Mm -hmm. But when his guys are throwing some of that shade around, I bet you that's what has bothered him. It's hard to hide whenever and whenever somebody knows and somebody knows you and those people that have a voice. And um, I, I think that I think it means more and he's taking it more personally because he is almost letting those guys down in a way. And even though that they're not here, for them to say the things that they have said, he's like, well, maybe maybe it isn't the way it was. And maybe I'm not doing the job that I need to do. If those guys that, you know, came into work every single day and put their, their, their you know, bodies on the line for the Steelers every single day, if they're saying that now and that's what they see, because I can't fool them. Nope. You know, I'm Mike. If I'm, I'm talking to Mike Tomlin's shoes right now. Right. Like, I'm Mike Tom. I can't fool. You can't fool James Harrison. You can't fool Ryan Clark. You can't fool Troy Polamalu. You, you can't, can't fool, fool Rich Eisen. Guys. You can fool Rich Eisen. Yeah. You can fool Jay Glazer, a guy that went out and was putting all the stuff out there about Mike Tomlin, and then treads walks back as what he's been saying, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, Mike Tomlin's never going to leave. You can fool him. Yeah, you can fool little Jay Glazer, but you can't fool. James Harrison. And if he says that, James and those type of guys say that, that play defense as well, which Mike Tomlin was a defensive guy. Right. Serious. I and love how pro- you refer to him as a little Jay Glazer. You're so, you're so much bigger than me. Here's a text. Jay Glazer is a bad dude, though. Like, was, bad that, was, dude. that wasn't a shot at Jay Glazer. No, bad dude. No, you don't want to bark yeah, up that, 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 that wasn't no, 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 a shot. MMA guy. That you, don't wanna, a, you don't want that. Right. No, definitely not. Here's a text. Top five statistics that Watt was better in than Miles Garrett. Number one, sacks. Number two, tackles for loss. Number three, tackles. Number four, quarterback hits. Number five, passes defended. I love our listeners. We're having a good time. Austin, you keep working on your list, buddy. All right, so we can we can sit here. We can parse what James Harrison had to say, and I guess we did a little bit. It's a lot more fun to relive the great moments, as it is the Friday before the Super Bowl. And for my money, the best play right here in Super Bowl history. Got Bolden and Fitzgerald to the left. He's got Preston to the right. 18 seconds. And they can pick down here from the gun. Steelers show blitz. Here they come. He gets it away and it's picked off at the goal line. There's a flag thrown on the run back. James Harrison to run it back. And Harrison is past midfield. Harrison going down the sideline. Harrison still on his feet. Harrison is going to go all the way and waiting for the official to get there. Touchdown is signaled. A flag is down on the run back, back at the nine-yard line. So that gave me chills. The best play, in my opinion, in Super Bowl history. I don't think you're going to get a ton of argument from people around here. Though Lynn Swan might have something to say about that in people's eyes, or Willie Parker had that great run in Super Bowl Forty. 
And, of course, in that game, Santonio Holmes touched down in the back corner of the end zone where little Tim Benz is in the corner pointing <laughs> at, at the field in Tampa Bay. Hey, he got his feet down. What I'll never forget about that, though, Doran, is what you heard Al Michaels say. I never, I didn't think it was going to count. The flag was thrown almost immediately. I'm thinking, did someone line oh, up yeah. on sides? Is there, a, is there an illegal block? I was watching it with a bunch of friends and family. My parents had a Super Bowl party, and we're all going nuts. But I was kind of muted and jumping around. I didn't get to celebrate that in real time quite the way you would love to celebrate something like that because there's the laundry laying on the field. And I, I wanted to point this out, too. DeFabo in The Athletic, Mike DeFabo, our friend, he had an oral history of that play where he talked to Larry Fitzgerald and all the guys. James Harrison, a part of it. It was really good. You should check that out at The Athletic. But that's what I'll always remember. This is great. This is great. This is great. Is it going to count? Uh-oh, uh-oh. You're and, holding your breath? Yes. And James Harrison then at the end, laying there. Done. Spread eagle. Done. Smoked. Done. And the trainers ran out on the field. He was puffing oxygen after that. <laughs> Do you think that's the greatest play? In Super Bowl history, David Tyree, the that helmet catch. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good because David Tyree was just, you know, he was a, a, just a guy. Like, he wasn't a starter. He was in there. That play made that big play. And uh, them being the Patriots, who were undefeated, um, dang, that, that, that's pretty close for me. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. I'm biased. I'll let the Steelers break the tie. That I James Harrison, for my money, should have been the MVP. Then I would have gone Ben, and then I would have gone Holmes. I mean, Holmes was unbelievable on that final drive. You had a defensive back fall down, which aided that. But if Peyton Manning had orchestrated that drive, he's MVP. If Tom Brady had orchestrated that drive, or Drew Brees, any of those guys, I think they would have been MVP. Yes. But Ben, no. But it should have been James. It was going to be 14-10 to 10 Cardinals. And it winds up being 17 to 7. Changed the whole game. It changed the whole game. And he had what? How many sacks did he have that game? I'd have to go back and look. I know Lamar he, Woodley. Lamar Woodley. Okay. Lamar Woodley had the one at the end. I think he had two sacks a game that, that run. Yeah. Kind of like Von Miller did when they won in 2015, the Broncos. I think he had two every game, Lamar Woodley, in that run. But James was not supposed to drop back either. He was supposed to blitz. And he said, I ain't going to have time to get there. I'm dropping back. Mwah. Playing ball. That's right. Playing ball. And Dick LeBeau let them do that. Yep. Trusted them. Right. Trusted them to do that. I'm sure it was easy to trust the Troys and the Harrisons of the world. But LeBeau, I guess, doesn't deserve the credit for calling up the play. But he should get full marks for, hey, guys, if you feel something out there, you're out there. You guys balling out there. If you feel it. Do it. Yes. To give those guys that freedom, hell, man. One of the best DCs, maybe the best of all time in Dick LeBeau. All right, so that's that's fun with reminiscing. How about an adversary from a Super Bowl who said this week that they would beat the Steelers if they replayed the Super Bowl 99 out of 100 times? They beat them 99 of 100 times. Who's that? I'll tell you next. Okay. Hit us up on Twitter, brought to you by South Hills Kia and Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And the Fan Morning Show Twitter poll, who's going to win the Super Bowl, brought to you by P.J. Fitzpatrick, home improvement, trustpj.com. Right now, it's an Austin Bechtold fan headline. Super Bowl 58, San Francisco, Kansas City on Sunday at 630. You can hear the game right here on 93.7 The Fan. Westwood One's coverage begins at 2 o'clock. You could also hear it on your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. 
Pens tonight in Minnesota to take on the Wild. Marc-Andre Fleury will start in net for the Wild at 8 o'clock in what could be Fleury's last game against the Pens. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. Happy Valentine's Month from Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers, voted the number one jeweler in North Pittsburgh. This Valentine's Day, play Cupid with a stunning pair of half-carat, round, brilliant-cut diamond stud earrings for only $3.99 or a forever gold rose for $99. It's a real rose preserved in 24-karat gold at Noah Gabriel and Company Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, Noah Gabriel will guarantee she'll love her ring with their exclusive perfect ring guarantee. Visit them in Wexford or Ross Park Mall or online, noahgabrielco.com. Lee Sterling going to join us at 9 o'clock for all your Super Bowl wager conversation you could possibly ever want. He'll be joining us in the Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh Trusted Plumbing and HVAC provider for over 50 years. So we have tasked Austin Bechtold with coming up with a top five list of things that suck but shouldn't. We're also going to do a top five list at some point of things that do not belong at Super Bowl parties which I think we could all put together. We might not even do a top five list. We should just have that conversation. Yeah. And so we will, because we got about an hour and 40 minutes left in this year radio program. But how about Sean Alexander? Steelers beat the Seattle Seahawks 21-10 to in Super Bowl XL, Roman numeral 40. He said this week on Radio Row, I believe, that if they played that game 100 times, the Seahawks win 99. You were talking about grapes earlier, Doran. Those are some sour-ass grapes, dude. Yeah, I mean, that was what, almost, like, what, 18 years ago? Math, yeah. 18, 17 years. I mean, I, 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 I honestly don't remember, and I'm usually pretty decent at this, I only remember two players on that team, on the Seahawks, Hasselbeck and Alexander. What about Jeremy Stevens? Tight end? Don't remember him. Married to Hope Solo. The one that... Don't remember him. The one that Joey Not Porter called soft. Don't remember. He's the guy that pushed off in the end zone, and it absolutely was a push-off. Was he number 84? I can't tell you his I don't number. remember. I only remember two players. And, I like, I mean, they had a decent year, but, I mean... They had a great year, though. Yeah. So, that's that's his argument. They, they won 11 games in a row at one point, the Seahawks did. They lost the regular season finale... Because they rested their guys. They finished 13-3. and three. They had the number one ranked offense in the league. They were top 10 in defense. It was a very good team. But the Steelers were a great team too. The Steelers were 15-1 and one the year before. In a lot of the same parts, obviously, we're back in 2005. That team was a six seed in number only. You know, they didn't have the great year in the regular season that they did before. The season before. But that team was absolutely loaded with a defense that was unbelievably stacked. It had a Hall of Fame quarterback. And that's where I'll make that's where I'll argue the most, the hardest against Sean Alexander, who by the way was the MVP of the league that year. Mm-hmm. I think he had twenty eight touchdowns. Like it's an absurdly Beast. high yes. number. He was very good. And Hasselbeck was really good too. Ben Roethlisberger was excellent against Cincinnati was really good, particularly early against the Indianapolis Colts in the divisional round, and had maybe his game of the playoffs against Denver in the AFC Championship game. He was god-awful in the Super Bowl. At the time, might still hold the record for the lowest passer rating for the winner of the Super Bowl. You play that game 100 times, Ben's not going to play that bad again, Mm -hmm. probably. Not then. He had some bad playoff moments late in his career, but early in his career, he was mostly money. You play that game 100 times, Ben's going to play well. More often than not. He's going to play better than he played then. So I think if you played it 100 times, I think those Steelers still win more of those games. 
Sean Alexander. I know. I mean, why bring what it up a, now? What a loser. Oh, stop. No, it's a, it, that, you know what? I'll take it back. He's not a loser. That's a loser mentality. Yeah, it's a loser take. And it's because Holmgren, after the game, they had their pep rally for losing the Super Bowl. Again, lame. It's like when the Bengals had a parade after they got to the Super Bowl. Lame. In front of all the people in that stadium in Seattle, he got behind the podium and said, we knew we had to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Didn't know we had to play the Stripes as well. So he set the tone. And they did get screwed a couple of times. But you play that game 100 times, the Steelers win more more often than not. No doubt about it. Yeah. Willie Parker, how about this? Don't let him go 75 yards in the first play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about you don't? Well, I remember ha- that clear as day. Oh, whole wide open. Wide. Fanica, the signature play of his career, no doubt about it. And Willie Parker, 75 yards to the hats. Hey, how about you don't let that happen? How about you don't let the reverse pass from the Indiana quarterback land in the hands of Hines Ward. How about Hasselbeck? You don't throw an interception, an awful one, in the end zone. Man, those were fun in times. In the red zone. Wasn't they were fun? great. Yeah, those fun times. Mike Taylor had the pick. Wow. They were great times. Great times. And, like, little did we know that they would, like, two years later, it would be right back and them do it again. Like, little did we know. We were hoping. You can only hope it year in and year out, but we actually got to witness that. And, well, then, and, the, and you sprinkle the Penguins in there, too. I, I would say, man, I th- I did expect it, like because you had been. You were like twelve years old. Yeah, so you know it's the whole be- it's the whole belief in Santa thing, the belief like a child, right? We all we all at least I know I wish I still believed in things like a kid. Yeah, but Ben won, and it was his second year, so the thought was, all right, how many more can you win? Then you win in 08, and I'm thinking, dang. How many more can you win? Then you go two years later, and you're thinking, well, they're going to win this. And when he's got the ball at the end of that one in 45, you're thinking, they're going to win this. There's no doubt. I don't think anybody in Pittsburgh at that moment, Super Bowl 45, when Ben had the ball at the end of the game, thought they were going to lose that game. They did. I've never watched the highlights of that one. That and 13-9, I'll never go back and watch the highlights. Any other loss, especially doing the job, this job, you got you got to go back. You watch. You get reaction. You want to stay fresh. Up. Well, not watch those games. That one hurt. I got super drunk off of Jameson that night with my dad in Super Bowl Forty Five. <laughs> Came home from college, wanted to watch it with the family, just absolutely obliterated. And I argued with losers on Facebook for hours, <laughs> and I don't remember any of it. Bechtolt, do you have your top five list of things that suck but shouldn't? I have four of the five. I'm trying to figure out what's number one. Wow. I'm trying to think of a number one. See, I thought you would have gone the reverse order. That one would stick out. Yeah, easily. Well, Real t- easily, typically but... that's the case, mm-hmm, but yeah. not in this instance. I've, I've struggled a little bit. All right. We got plenty of time. Yeah. How about things that shouldn't belong at a Super Bowl party? Oh, yeah. We can go on and on with that. Mm-hmm. Water. Fan <laughs> <laughs> Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Cover with Matt Merch Plumbing. Yeah, who's drinking water at a Super Bowl right. party? I mean, fine, so fine pop, fine beer. Go to Hampton Beer Outlet, Route 8 in Hampton. You want to get your beer. I I think you need beer. That's the conversation everybody has. What do you need at a Super Bowl party? I'll tell you what I hate. And you get this all the time we've talked about this. You in particular. Doran, what happened on that play? Oh. Doran, what are your thoughts on this? And oh. you're like, shut the hell up. I want to watch the game. Right, watch. Watch. Like, they will say it. If you don't talk... Romo and Nance will say what I'm probably going to say. That's what I tell people. I'm like, if you just listen to the broadcast, 
Roma will say what I am thinking. No, they want their they want their own personal right. show. I'm like, just just be quiet. If you if you, if you just didn't if you stop talking, you would understand what was going on. Because just listen. <laughs> They pay Romo right. millions of dollars to literally break it down in real time. I'll tell you another time it sucks when people talk is during the commercials. It's the only game ever where I actually need to and want to pay attention during the breaks. Usually that's perfect time. Can you believe Ben threw that ball? You can, That's usually prime bro break the game down time. But you can't do that during the Super Bowl. At least I, I do not like when people are talking. No, shut up. I, I want to see what the Clydesdales are doing here. Right. People, I want to see what Danny DeVito is doing with his with his sandwiches. People talking during the Super Bowl absolutely annoys the living daylights out of me. I wonder if oh most people God. are like that or if because it's a we're weird, we're broadcaster people, and it's just something that we don't like. I, I think that the people look at it as a party more than watching a game. Mm-hmm. It's a time to get together. It's a time to hang out. It's a time to BS. Whenever we are watching the game, like I want to watch the game. I don't care who's playing in it. I want to watch it, but I don't think that that's really the uh, thought process. If you do have a Super Bowl party or you're at a Super Bowl party, like not everybody really cares about the game. Right. That's why 128 million people or whatever it is are going to watch it in the United States because it's a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. I, I will. I will watch the halftime show always. I don't care who it is. If it's an act that I haven't particularly liked in the past, sometimes it can change your mind. Bruno Mars. When I watched that, I wound up really liking Bruno Mars after that. Didn't really care for him beforehand. And then you watch that, oh, it's pretty good. The weekend, all right, fine, pretty good. Like this guy, pretty cool. I don't like people talking during any of it. I don't know. I don't think, I don't I don't watch the halftime. You don't even care? No. I got to do what I got to do. Cigar smoking time? Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. It's something time. It is the hardest day of the year. There are two. There are two things that actually are hard for this. If you're if you're a frequent urinator like me, or advanced in age like Ron Cook, and so you're probably a frequent urinator, you can't you don't want to step away from the commercials. I also you cannot I don't think pause it. No, because no. you, you can't look at your phone. Right. The you can't you 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 do not want to be in your own little bubble. You know what we should create Crowley is like well this will cost us probably twenty million, but we should create that. That uh, commercial that says, okay, you can go to the bathroom now, and it's a 30-second commercial, and it's just a blank screen that says, go to the bathroom so you don't miss anything. Presented by? Presented by whatever. Oh, that's genius. You know, just have like (laughs) an intermission, like a legit, like this is intermission. You will not miss anything. You have 30 seconds. Go to the bathroom. Do what you got to do. Come back, and then the commercials will come back on, and then it'll go back to the I mean, if you're a big enough company, do a full minute. Give the the people a full minute to go. sponsorships on it that you see it, and you go to the bathroom. It's like, oh, man, that was awesome. Go get me a Coke. Yes. Remember that QR code that That's was on genius. the screen a couple of years ago? Just that bouncing QR code for like a single minute. Yes. Yeah. People were all confused. What's going on? Got people talking. That was uh, others receiving votes in my list of top five things I am confused by. Was QR code. That little bouncing QR code. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand it either. The other time it's really hard if you are a frequent urinator is if you go to the movies because you can't pause. That's very difficult. There was... Um, who was it? It was a former quarterback. He he's the one who trains quarterbacks. He played quarterback in the league. He trains all the quarterbacks now. Ah, uh, what's Rassiope. his name? No, <laughs> um, our guy. I forget his Where'd name. Where he go? Ryan something. Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he created that though. He created an app where it told you when to go to the bathroom so you wouldn't miss a, a the the legit part in a movie. He created an app that it said, "Okay, go to the bathroom now. You won't miss anything." So first of all, your app, your idea for the ad is genius. That's genius too. Yeah. That is doing God's work. Oh, what's work. his name? 
There was the there was the one website that was created that would pick out every single second of a movie where there'd be nudity. It's the same kind of deal, except hey, this is this this part of the movie sucks. It's time for you to go pee. All right, coming up next, Doran. This is pretty cool, man. For the second consecutive year, one of your former teammates is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. We'll talk about that and some other NFL awards coming up next. And then we got stats that matter with Austin Bechtold at about 8.45. Right now, an Austin Bechtold fan headline. On his sixth nomination, Cam Hayward was named the NFL Walter Payton Man of the Year, the most prestigious award given out by the NFL. T.J. Watt did not win Defensive Player of the Year. Miles Garrett took home that crown. Joey Porter Jr. tied for fifth in Defensive Rookie of the Year voting. Will Anderson of the Houston Texans won it. C.J. Stroud was Offensive Rookie of the Year. Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens won MVP. Headlines of Proud Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more, go to 937thefan.com. And now, here's Doran. Look, I'm always tired. I'm sore. I'm up at 3 a.m. every day. Guys, I had to call Dr. Darren Dubiak and the whole team at Body by AIM 360. I needed my hormone levels checked. When I found out I had low T, it made so much sense. And listen, it's not just about taking a shot. From their IVs to their food plans, their supplements, everything was customized to me. That's the difference at Body by AIM 360. Give them a call today, 412 412- Two two seven nine two five five, or visit their website, bodybyaim360.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up in just a few moments... Austin Bechtold's top five lists of things that suck but shouldn't suck. Last night, we found out the members of the 2024 NFL Hall of Fame class. Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, which a guy who didn't touch the ball that much, the impact that he had on the game, richly deserved. Julius Peppers, Patrick Willis, and your former teammate, Andre Johnson. Was it Andre Johnson's house where you... Were you peeing in the garage? No, no. <laughs> that, that Mar- just hit me as I read it, as I read his name. That was Mario. That Williams. was Mario Williams. Yeah. Was that his rookie year? No. They Ma- weren't doing a draft slotting thing. That I mean, he made no, money. Yeah, he made like what? I don't even. I don't know. That was the Reggie Bush out. draft where that yeah. that was the whole debate there. Yeah, he went number one. Um, so that would have been what his fifth year in the league. Yeah, and he had like eight garages, and I couldn't find a bathroom because he had fifteen bathrooms. So I went to a garage, and as many garages as bathrooms. Yeah, like I had to pee, and I peed in his garage. And in Houston, it's like a hundred degrees, and 
started smelling, and I was just like, oh, man, like, I don't know what to do. And one of my teammates was there and was like, what did you just do? I'm like, I had to pee. Like, I did what I had to do. So I said, dude, let's get Andre Johnson on the air. You got to text him, see if he'll come on. I'm sure he's got nothing better to do right now. They come on a Pittsburgh radio station. But then it kind of hit me, Andre Johnson, a man of a few words. But you've always spoke glowingly about him as a teammate about the kind of guy he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I get drafted by Houston, and, you know, they're like, we're going to move you to receiver, and we want you to just, you know, breathe, eat everything that Andre does. And I knew Andre Johnson, obviously, at the time from watching pro football, one of the best receivers at the time in the game, and they buy lockers right next to his. And, you know, that whole year, just being able to be next to – and not just even on the field, but just to interact with him and just to see the way he thinks, see the way he operates and – know how he treats other people do things of that nature like I mean I I feel very fortunate and then like you said this is two years in a row Revis being the guy that uh, I played with in college and you know watched in high school and being from Pittsburgh um you know just being able that doesn't happen every day I mean it really doesn't I mean people could say whatever they want about my career it is what it is I don't really care what you say I mean I played the NFL for six years exactly so like I but the experiences are what um I look at now and I'm like wow like they're like these opportunities in these times that I've had in my life, this doesn't happen all the time for everybody. And to be able to say that I my locker was next to somebody like Andre Johnson, who is going to be regarded as the best or one of the best to ever do it at their position, like, I just was like, wow, you know, every day. And I woke up this morning, I fell asleep last night, and I saw the list, and I was like, wow, that's uh, very, very deserving. And he put in the work every day. He treated people great. Uh, he treated me great whenever he didn't have to at yeah. all. Didn't have to. Didn't even have to say a word to me. Other guys me. might not have. Other guys might not have. And, uh, no, I'm just happy for him and his family. And he's a guy that came to work every day. Like I said, he does, wasn't a man of many words, but he worked every single day. Like, you wonder why guys get jackets and guys make a lot of money. He's the example of, like, doing it the right way mm-hmm. and keeping his mouth shut, putting his head down, and just working and trying to be the best every day. I don't want to speak ill of any of your former teammates, but – it's not like he was doing it with great quarterbacks either. No. I mean. No, not at all. I, I can't name a great one. Matt Schaub was the best, the best right? That's, that's nuts for him to put up the numbers he did and just look different doing it too. Oh. I mean, that's the thing that stands out to me about that guy. 6'3", two, <laughs> 230. Um, just dense. You know, dense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you remember Cortland Finnegan where he beat his ass. I was standing right there. I got to go in the game because of that. Finnegan was more of a a, a longer, leaner guy too, he wasn't was he? Short and like he was like he was like wiry, like like scrawny, wiry, like annoying, like a gnat. <laughs> and he was good in 08 for those Titans. He was good. He was a good player, really good player. But and Andre did the whole time. You know, he was just getting under Andre's skin, getting under it, and like you know, giving some cheap shots. Andre just wouldn't say anything. Like I'm standing right there on the sideline. I can hear it's like you know those receiver and corner. They line up right by the sideline. And he was just doing cheap things, and Andre didn't say anything, didn't say anything. Next quarter, didn't say anything, didn't say anything, and all of a sudden, Andre just ripped his helmet off and just whooped his ass. <laughs> whooped him. I don't think that's a guy I'd want to mess with. No. I mean, there's not many people I'd like to mess with, but that is one of, of all the wide receivers of all time. I mean, he'd be on the Mount Rushmore of guys you do not want to F with, I would say. I just spilled water everywhere. Man. Wow. Hot water, too. Hot water? Yeah. You're drinking hot. <laughs> I'm a radio host, buddy. You're drinking hot water. That's right. <laughs> and you spilled hot water. Coming up next, in keeping with the Super Bowl theme of today's show, I'm going to uh, clean this up, and Austin Bechtold's got us some stats and facts that matter, a lot of them Super Bowl-related. We'll do that 
coming up next after an Austin Beck told fan headline. Steelers have hired former Jets assistant coach Zach Asani as their new wide receivers coach. Former Chargers assistant Tom Arth is the new Steelers quarterbacks coach, and there's discussion to try to have an arrangement for Mike Sullivan, who was the offensive coordinator once, co-offensive coordinator with Eddie Faulkner, once Matt Canada released of his duties to try to stay on with the staff. Penguins tonight against the Minnesota Wild. Marc-Andre Fleury in net. What could be his final game against the Penguins tonight at 8 o'clock? Headlines from Robert Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 937thefan.com. Texter, loving the Super Bowl show. I've always found, at least I was told this, by somebody in the industry that I admire. If we're having a good time, if we're having fun, that generally the listener is too. I think today has been a fun show, Dorm. No doubt about it. I'm giddy. Unbelievable. Giddy. Giddy. And you are how many slices of pizza down? 33. So you got 19 left. You're starting to get some pizza fatigue, I can tell. Oh, yeah. I can tell. 33 slices of pizza. Bites. How many, in the equivalent of the bites that you've taken, how many slices do you think it is? That's 33. a great question. So you've 33. You've, yeah, you've taken bites of 33, but how many full pieces of pizza do you think that equates to? How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. I'd probably say like I'm at like four pieces of pizza. Yeah. Which, which for 848 in the morning is a sizable number. Yes. That is, uh, that's not generally. And I'm a sizable person. I'm, I'm a, I'm a bigger person. Yeah, you, th- I mean, you said earlier you think Jay Glazer's small. I mean, I think that all the other judges, I probably am bigger than, so I should be able to hold it down. I can't, I can't imagine what like Mary Hours is feeling like right now. Great point. Or Jenna. Mm-hmm. Or Richie. Yeah, they're probably hurting. Do you know Richie was an accomplished track and field guy? Yes, at the University of Pittsburgh. Pitt, yeah, it's really commendable because I don't think his hair is aerodynamic at all to have the success that he had. His hair looks like he runs in the wind. Yeah. But I would think that it would add a drag factor. 50-minute <laughs> mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler, Dodge Jeep, Ram Route 19, and Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. We have stats and facts that matter with Austin Bechtold coming up in one second. But first, Bechtold's top five list of things that suck but shouldn't suck. You know what's really sucked or really shouldn't the last couple of years? The Super Bowl commercials. Wow. I don't feel like they've been that good. I, I agree with you. They haven't been that good. Why? It's just completely unfathomable to me why you can't come up with original. Like the Clydesdales have kind of disappeared. The Doritos commercials used to be so good. I would look forward to those every year. In the last couple of years, like the Super Bowl logos, they've been bland, dull, and I don't like them. Number four, random things that the DJ says at a party or the or a wedding. <laughs> You know, like what? What is the DJ? He's just like, all right, everybody, and at the wedding, you know, he'll he'll try to get everybody like jumping or fired up. Or there's Uncle Ron over there doing the chicken dance. Like we see it. Why do you have to point it out to us? Like we understand what's going on. Why do you have to tell us the obvious? Number three. Number three is in general. I like it, but it kind of sucks at times, too. Social media. I wish we could have, like, a more perfect social media where there's not as much negativity, random stuff that just pops up on the timeline the timeline that shouldn't be there, whatever. Social media is number three. I think with social media, real quick, that you should have to, whenever you do sign up for an account, that you have to put your ID in. Not that everybody can see it, but, like, you are linked to that account, and you do, like... You know, you I think could be you, tracked. I think you should have to put a, pass an IQ test too. That too, and all the bots are yeah. out there oh, as well. I, oh. lo- I love the bots. I of know you do. do. I'm a big bots fan. They I love the show. Do. They yeah. comment every morning. Yeah. <laughs> you open, you click on them. Uh, every time. <laughs> if it's blurred, I'm clicking it. Click <laughs> this link right here. Number two is my ability to make contested layups and pick up basketball. It just sucks. 
I play on Wednesday nights a lot of the time you can't make with contested. my friends. I struggle to make contested layups. I'm not I'm not shy to admit it. I'll admit it. And number I one, suck at making them. Number one, I don't like electronic money, like Venmo and all this other stuff. So when I run ball and wiffle ball, everybody gets so like teed off at me, just so mad that I don't accept like for the buy-ins and everything, or if they're you want helping cash? to pay for anything. You're I want whole, I want cold hard cash. I don't like everybody saying, "Can what's your Venmo?" I don't care. The, I don't want. Just give me some cash. He Easy. has to be the only twenty-one-year-old in the country. Couldn't agree that, more. That, that probably that does that. Yeah, I'm the, the only, only one. one. You're spot on about that, Doran. I'm sixty-five on that take. Yes. I know, but Connor Stallion did get in trouble with Venmo though. That's how the whole Michigan thing happened. All right, now we got stats and facts that matter with Austin Bechtold. Let's go. Let's go. So Jake Gensel, earlier this week against the Jets in a win, 3-0 for the Penguins, played in his 500th career game. Pretty impressive for Gensel. A couple of things that were really really pointed out for me when I was just doing some research on Gensel and the success that he has. How about the fact that, and maybe this got lost in translation just because of when he was always hurt and injured and the cancer, everything. Mario Lemieux only played 915 games with the Penguins. That's right. Probably. Wow. I mean, that just doesn't even seem right. And in terms of total points, it's just kind of laughable. 1,723 points in 915 games. If Crosby plays until he's 45, I think he could wind up second all-time. Second? Yeah. No one's catching Gretzky. No, nobody. No. Crosby currently has 1,553. Yeah. But, like, that's a number that just makes absolutely no sense to me. Yager's second, right? In terms of total points on the pens? No, total points overall. No. I'm wrong in that. No, I don't think so. Wrong in that. All, all time? Like, in the NHL? I'm on it. No. I'm on it. Yeah, I might have shown my ass yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Man, you keep, keep, say, keep, saying, keep saying things. So, Austin. Cam Hayward, obviously, was named Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year last night at the NFL Honors. Congrats to Cam how about this, though? I found this kind of fascinating. There are only three players. Yager number, Yager, two. Yager, number two. Bow down to my greatness. I shouldn't have moved off my spot. You guys had me rattled, but the crown man knew. Congratulations on all your success. Thank you. There are only three active players who have won the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year award. Calais Campbell. I think he's still active. I don't think he's officially retired, right? I don't know if he's official, yeah. Russell Wilson, our good pal that Joe Starkey wants to bring to Pittsburgh. And Dak Prescott, last year's winner. It kind of feels like maybe it's so much more of a lifetime achievement award somewhat at the end as well, where it seems like a lot of older, veteran, experienced guys are the one that ultimately wins the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year award. And part of that is probably just the collective that they've Mm -hmm. built up and the work that they've done in the community. So it's great to see guys like Campbell, Andrew Whitworth won it, the year that he retired and won the Super Bowl, that they're rewarded and just noticed for everything they do in the community in their last couple of years. So found that pretty cool. Four Steelers have won the award outside of Cam Hayward. Four from the, three from the 70s team and one from the early 2000s. How about this? Franco Harris, Joe Green, Lynn Swan, Jerome Bettis mm. are the five with Cam Hayward now winners of the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award. Nice. Tried to get Cam on the show, but it's approximately five five in the morning. Thank you for math. Five fifty-five. Yeah, five fifty-five. He's not going to be awake. Yeah, he's not going to be awake before the uh, end or of the show. Or he might here. still be up, but like not capable of going on the radio. A Walter Payton Man of the Year Award winner would never go out in Vegas that late, Doran. 
All right, coming up next, Super Bowl. Thank you, Austin. Super Bowl Sunday, just a day away. Lee Sterling, our gambling insider for ParamountSports.com. He's going to join us to break it all down, prop bets, all kind of fun stuff, and more. That's next. But first, let me tell you about Hampton Beer Outlet. It is the big game weekend, and you need beer. Hampton Beer Outlet is your big game beer headquarters. Super savings this weekend. Super prices like my favorite Guinness, 24-pack cans, $39.99. Natural Light, 30-pack cans, $14.99. Stella, 18-pack bottles, $19.99. Blue Moon, 15-pack cans, $16.99. And did I say Natural Light? They're 30 packs, just $14.99. Get to Hampton Beer Outlet for super savings all weekend. Hampton Beer Outlet, Route 8 in Hampton. And now let me give you a fan weather. Brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. High of 60. How about that? And low of 43. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.